This is Kevin Pruitt with another exciting episode of Rising Tide Startups podcast. And my guest tonight is Preston Kilburn. Preston, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks. I'm uh, glad to be here. Pretty excited about it. Well, give us a little background. Who is Preston Kilburn? So Preston Kilburn is the host behind Angle Free IT, uh-huh. which is my podcast I run. And we focus on figuring out why some people are high performers in technology hmm. and other people's uh, other people's careers tend to stall out. Um, and I've been in technology for 20 years and, you know, Angle Free IT is, is my side project. You know, right. maybe someday it will be my full-time gig. Mm-hmm. I'm not entirely sure. I wonder about this, if uh, it could ever be a full-time thing, if I'd ever have the street cred not being in IT, telling people how to be in IT. But, you know, that that's a tangent for later. But um, what I do is I interview people on my podcast, and then I offer coaching to them to figure out what it is that they're doing, usually online or inside an interview, mm-hmm. to get stuck. Okay. Because that's usually it's identifiable by somebody who has gone through a lot of interviews and done a lot of interviewing to figure out, Oh yeah, you know what? It's this thing you do. And, you know, and, and working through that. So, so we were talking off camera a little bit. You said you travel a lot. So I'm assuming you have a different role during the day. Does that, is that what's requiring you to travel so much or? Yeah. So, So I am a senior consultant with um, a large software-defined networking company. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, when you hear people talk about, oh, yeah, I'm putting stuff in the cloud, um, I do cloud security so that the stuff you put in the cloud uh, doesn't end up in somebody else's cloud. Right. So I travel (laughs) a lot for Yeah, I travel a lot for work pretty extensively. Okay. Um, So far with this job, I've been... I've only been in two countries, but I've been, I, I was counting the other day. So far in just about two years, I've been in 17 states. So, wow. So, yeah, primarily in the US? Yeah, primarily US. And I don't know why I keep getting uh, Western Canada. So, I, I must have angered somebody last year because <laughs> I had to go to the Yukon in uh, March and April. And uh, that was that was an experience <laughs> where the mosquitoes are so large they wear clothes. Oh, no, not in March. In oh. March, it was negative 47. <laughs> oh, wow. So, yeah, they were like, oh, your tires are going to freeze flat. So uh, just just don't be too freaked out about that. And <laughs> Yeah, tires can freeze flat. I learned that. That's a thing. That's a thing. Yeah. So where, where are you currently parking your uh, resume right now? Where, where are you living? So I live in Parker, Colorado. So uh-huh. it's just a suburb of Denver, okay. you know, here in the metro area. Love it. Um beautiful out there it is beautiful out here it's it's really nice um you know we, we, we like you said we were talking off camera and I'm, I'm having a little bit of woes like I'm, I'm looking around my office here and i've just got it's hard to see off camera but like over here i've got piles of stuff and and over here all the stuff that's normally on my desk is gone and <laughs> I, I packed my light so lighting would be better on the on the youtube <laughs> video but i can't find the adapter so Lots of flux. We're but. making do. That's that's exactly right. We're we're just making do. So so give me a give me a one minute elevator pitch. If you and I are riding the elevator down, and I'm an IT professional, tell me what services you could you could help me with specifically. So I can help you isolate 
why it is that you may be stuck or help figure out what steps you need to take to get to the next level. Um, the reason I started doing angle free IT was number one to help more people because, you know, I can only coach people every so often, right? I travel right. and thank God for the internet because I can do a lot with the zoom. That's my primary medium yeah. other than the podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, there's, there's a lot of very basic things that people tend to get, they tend to get stuck in their own head. They tend to have, um, you know, I love the Zig Ziglar quote of stinking thinking They they tend to get as we progress and get older, this happens more frequently when, you know, we get older in our career. Sure. Um, people tend to think, yeah, I got this. I'm good. And they stop learning stuff. Mm. Um, and it's sort of breaking out of that comfort zone. And I'm not a technical trainer, but what I do is I sit down with people and I say, okay, what is it that you do? Because in technology, especially with men, there's this tendency, and I know because I, I suffered from this, you wrap your whole identity around, I have this job title, right? right? And this is what exactly. I do for this Even one outside company. of IT. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah whatever, whatever that is, yeah. Yeah. And so this is what I do, and my whole identity is wrapped up around this, this thing that I do. And then the thought of changing that is so paralyzing and terrifying but the flip side of the, the reality is, and especially in technology, if you're somewhere and you haven't been promoted or changed groups or like been moved from one project to another in two years, statistically, after 10 years, you are making 50% less. 50% mm. less. Just 50% less than you were making or 50% less than your peers? Than your peers and that you would have made by moving. Okay. Right? And it's... It, it, it is wow. counter, it is counter to some of the conventional wisdom, mm -hmm. but you know, I love my company. I, I, I genuinely really have affection for the company that I work for. Mm -hmm. Um, and I also love the company that fired me. Right. <laughs> but the, the matter of the fact is, is if you are not constantly growing and striving within technology and staying on the top of the wave, mm -hmm. you fall down and you get crushed by yep. the wave. Yeah. And that's that's what happened to me. Um, I don't know. I'm longer than one minute here, but but kind right, of so my it's a big building. It's there's a lot of store. Yeah, a lot of floors yeah. are going by. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. So so essentially what happened to me was I I had what I thought was the dream job. Right. Like I started in, you know, as a help desk guy and I progressed through my careers. And I thought, oh, man, as, as soon as I make network engineer, I'm just that's that's the best. And I made it and it was sort of like, awesome, I made it. And I, I <laughs> was just like, oh, I, I, I know this small little thing and I do this small little thing for this big company. And at the time, um, it was, it was, I was working for an oil company and it was mm -hmm. when oil was, you know, very good. And it was like, I'm, I'm great here. Like, this is never going to change. And, and the matter of the fact is, um, I am now aware that I'm, not always the smartest guy in the room. I shouldn't be the smartest guy in the room all the time. And I should always be around people that are smarter than me. Mm. Because what happened is, um, and I don't know how, I don't know how relevant this is outside of technology, right? Mm -hmm. Because I'm, I, I am very tech focused. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but there's always that it's usually a guy there. Sometimes it's, sometimes it's one, but usually it's a guy. There's that one guy who's like, Oh, I do this thing and nobody can know how, how this thing works. And well, well, I was that guy. Right. And I thought, Oh, well, you, you know, I, I did all this like untouchable. Security. Oh yeah. yeah. And like, they'll, they'll never let me go. That, no. Cause I, I made <laughs> dumbest story ever. I was on a plane and we were trying to we we're trying to drill in a new area. And the way the oil industry works is um, the oil the oil company, especially international companies, will go buy a stake somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. And we're gonna go drill, but we don't necessarily like make it public until it's like like announcement time, like you know, end of quarter. Like, oh, we lost twenty million dollars in England. Whoops! And like, oh, we made a billion dollars in Ecuador. You know, like that that sort of a thing. Um, so somebody was trying to call a country in South America, and at the time, I was responsible for worldwide phone systems. Yeah, I don't really love phone systems. Um, and they got mad, and they had to use their cell phone, and that that guy was just having a bad day. And I, I'm not a VP-level dude, and somebody's head had to roll, and it was mine. It was wow. stupid. Yeah. Completely stupid. But in the matter of the fact is, it can and probably will happen to all of us in our career, especially in technology. So yeah. that's what I that's what I help to do is to make people like aware of the reality of working in technology now, mm-hmm. especially people like my age, maybe even a little bit older, who entered the workforce thinking, I want to have a career with a company, more or less like unless you're maybe in insurance, maybe financials, not even, not even financials, like defense, maybe mm-hmm. uh, it's not a thing anymore. Like you just, you need to be prepared to move and you need to always be upping your skills. Yep. I, I love the, the way that you kind of laid the foundation of that. I mean, people love stories. I mean, stories speak to us you yeah. know, they, more so than just telling us a, a list of things you need to do. So um, and I think that that's it is especially true in technology, or at least what I understand about you know kind of the tech space is, is that it is a matter of you know equipment and skills become obsolete so quickly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it is such a it's an incredibly changing environment. I mean, at one time I know that RAM was doubling every six months, or the, yeah. the capacity was doubling. You know, storage capacity was doubling every six months. And, and I mean, that's just an industry that's just at warp speed, you know, to, yeah. to keep up with, and it's impossible to keep up with everything. So you, you do have to specialize now in something. I mean, and as you said, you're yeah. in network security or cloud security or whatever. So um, I appreciate you laying that groundwork and, and just the, the whole idea of, of you coaching from not only, work experience, but also life experience. I mean, that's a great combination of those two things. And it's, you know, your experience of interviewing probably for a number of jobs once you lost that other job until you got the next one. Mm -hmm. And also just probably going through the process of maybe even hiring people in previous jobs as you interview people that that would work under you. You know, what what did they do wrong, you know, in the interview? What, What magic word did they say that right then you made a note on a little sticky note as you were talking to him and said, nope, <laughs> you know, because yeah. they said or did the wrong thing at the wrong time. So um, just that's just a good I love the way you laid that foundation. So um, did you did you have something else you want to add to that? Well, yeah, no, you asked about 
what do people do wrong? And it's funny. I, I tend to ask that question with a lot of the people I interview on my podcast because one thing I really value is diversity of thought. Right. So I actually, I really try very hard to make sure that it's not the middle-aged white dude tech podcast, mm-hmm. right? Because that, that podcast already exists. And, and the fact of the matter is technology is and will change to meet what is going on in the world, right? I, I have counterparts in... Asia, in Africa, in Europe. And I try and get those people on my podcast Mm -hmm. to understand what their market is like. But, you know, you ask, like, what are the things that people can do? Um, I I have a checklist on my website that um, that I use, you know, sort of to build my, you know, build my email list. And, And it was one of the first things that I made. And it's an interview prep kit. Mm. And, um, there were, they're like all these things that people just like, I don't know. I don't like, I know there was a time in my life that I just didn't realize this stuff, but people don't realize things. And I have this, I have this weird customer facing pseudo sales role right now. Right. So I go through a lot of, a lot of sales training, a lot of presentation training, and it just has opened my eyes up to so many little stupid things that people do mm-hmm. that normally like you and I are having a conversation right now. It, it doesn't, it, it would be noticeable, but it wouldn't be noticeable, right? If I, if I look down right now and I'm staring at my watch, right? It's smartwatch for those <laughs> on the podcast. Um, and, um, but if we're in a room and you're interviewing me and I keep looking at my watch, the thought going through the interviewer's mind is, guy, I want to get out of here. I guess I've lost this guy. And they <laughs> shut down, right? Yep. The other thing is is cell phones. I cannot yep. tell you. I, I am episode, I think I'm in episode 14 of the podcast right now. And of the people that I have asked about interviewing, um, every single one of them, except for one, has made made sure to highlight, hey, turn your cell phone off, leave it in your car, don't bring it in. Right. Hmm. I mean, and that that is absolutely 100 percent. I think that's true. Yeah. Well, I it's interesting because uh, I mean, I before we do these interviews, there's kind of a little prep that we try to go through to make sure that, you know, the environment's yeah. good. And, and that's one of the things that I ask is that, you know, people have just turned off all notifications and and you know, yeah. leave your cell phone somewhere else and, you know, let people know that, hey, for this hour, we're going to be blocked out here. But so. Yeah. You you started Angle Free IT kind of uh, on the side out of just kind of born out of your experience, which which those in my mind are the best side gigs. I mean, they they kind of like um, they just evolve out of who you are and the experiences you've had. But tell me, what do you think would be like the lowest point that you've had in your in your side gig since you started? So I am a member of a mastermindy entrepreneurial group called fizzle. And one of the things you get when you join fizzle is you get a, um, you get a 15 minute coaching session, which (laughs) 15 minutes is, it's not a lot, but they have, they have coaching every Friday. And, um, you know, I was so excited and I, I bought this domain and, and, and my original domain was careermap.tech. Um, but the careermap.tech, like, it didn't sound good and it wasn't a catchy podcast title. Um, 
And I had put, gosh, had to be at least a month's worth of nights and weekends into it. And, you know, every entrepreneur knows this and, you know, my, God bless my saintly wife. She's been dealing with like a lot of nights and weekends. And, you know, you know, fortunately I have enough of a backlog right now with my podcast that I'm sort of getting through the transition of we're packing up our house and yep. getting ready to yep. sell it thing that yep. I don't have to do too much like for, for a week or two. But, um, I had done all this work on my blog and I had this coaching call and, and the first thing that the coach said, she was like, well, you don't have a .com. And I'm like, I know, but I'm doing technology and it's .tech. And she's like, yeah, that's really confusing though. Angle-free IT podcast part of careermap.tech. Like that just sounds, that just sounds awful. She's like, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Like you need to, can you go get angle-free-it.com? And I'm like, yeah, I already own that. And she's like, you need to move everything over there. But the problem was I had already begun interviewing people for my podcast. Yeah. Okay. So I had to go back. I must have spent, I don't know how many hours, a lot, a lot of frustrated nights redubbing over stuff and sticking in anglefreeit.com <laughs> slash downloads or, you know, yep. instead of careermap.tech slash resources. Like, you know, just the one thing I listen to a lot of entrepreneurial podcasts. And yep. the one thing that I hear again and again and again that I, I, I keep from kicking myself is that if your first version of your product doesn't kind of suck, you're probably waiting too long and you're probably doing it wrong, right? Actually, that's a Reed Hoffman quote from the, the founder of yeah. LinkedIn. He just straight up said, if you're not embarrassed by your first one, you waited too long to launch. Yeah. So, but I, yeah, and I understand. I understand. Yeah. And, and, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm living proof of that, right? Like yeah. I, my website is, I, I'm an IT guy. I should have a beautiful, amazing website. It's, it's okay. Like it's, it's good enough. And that's, you know, for me, for me, it's getting out of, um, it's getting out of my head a little bit and being like, okay, you know what, what is your, you know, diminishing law of diminishing returns, right? Yeah. One, one person that I draw a lot of inspiration from and, and not someone that most people I would think of your listeners had will have ever heard of, but he is, um, there's this thing called streaming, right? Which is really, it's kind of a weird thing if you're outside of tech or you're over the age of like, maybe 25. So there's this thing called Twitch where people watch other people play video games. And at first it seems like really dumb and people don't understand it, but it, th these guys are hilarious and they're so fun. And one of the, one of the guys, his name is professor bro, man. He's a little rough. So if you want to go listen to his podcast, he's his podcast, put is the kids asked. to bed. Yeah, it's definitely a put, I've accidentally had that on my <laughs> queue or whatever. And I get my kids get in the car and, He's got, he's got, uh, he's got, he's got a mouth on him. But what I love about his podcast is he's all about, here's how you build your community. Here's how you don't get ripped off by you know, handing control of your IP to other people. And you know what? Sometimes it sucks to suck at something, mm -hmm. but you need to suck at that thing to realize that you can find somebody better or to figure out how to find hire somebody else who doesn't suck at that thing because you already know what it looks like to suck. Yeah. Um, and so I get a lot of inspiration from him because he, you know, he's one of the top streamers on Twitch, but he recently started his podcast and he's been going through this like, like 
all of these knowledge bombs that I've never gotten out of like the, you know, the Pat Flynn's, Amy Porterfield's, right. John Lee Dumas's. Mm-hmm. Like I, I listen to them and I think they're great, but he's like, no, man, here's what I do. I run a Facebook ad and I spend $14 every time I release a podcast episode and I get 1,400 listens and about 4% of them convert like real numbers. And he just talks about this stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, I love you. I will always listen to you because you're real yeah. and you're talking about numbers and you're actually doing the yeah. thing. So that, and, and, you know, I, I, the one, the people you mentioned uh, listening to, I mean, I'm a, I'm a podcast junkie myself and yeah. I probably have listened to, I'm guessing maybe 1300 of entrepreneur on fire have episodes. Okay. Um, I should have a, like a free t-shirt or something for my faithfulness in listening to that podcast. But um, and it's that was kind yeah, of the inspiration yeah. for starting this too. But we wanted to take completely a you know a, a different angle and and, and you know yeah. try to engage our audience in a different way. But we never never want to end on a on a down note. So tell me your your highest note, and uh, we're going to be a little more brief on some of the answers moving forward, and and try okay. to focus a little bit more. But tell me a, right. a little bit about your highest high since you since you started Angle Free IT. So my highest high started out as a lowest low. So I interviewed they somebody. Often do. <laughs> I interviewed somebody, um, and it it was a gal who does UX design, um, and and I felt like I, I'm going to be honest with you, like I thought it was a terrible episode, um, and it was hard, and it was the first person that I had interviewed who needed to sort of be coached through the call, and I it was mm. like you know it was sort of like prying information out of her. What I didn't know is that, I mean, I kind of knew, but I didn't ever really run the numbers. What I didn't know is that Tiffany Eaton has a massive Instagram following, something like 10, 20,000 people. And like, I think, I still think Tiffany Eaton's episode is still my highest ranked one and may outrank all of my other ones put together, like combined. So that was, that was one of my highest heights. And my other, my other highest height it wasn't much, but I, you know, like my first affiliate sale mm-hmm. that I got off of some random person who found my website, $4.23 <laughs> to Amazon, but it, it proves that it works, it right? Does. Like I, I'm, I'm not doing a whole ton of SEO, but I'm, I, I made money from this person. No idea who this person is, but I made money off of them. Yep. It was awesome. You know, the only difference is that the decimal point's moving. Yeah, you know, the difference between four dollars and twenty three cents and four thousand two hundred and thirty dollars is just a moving decimal. That's so true. you know, as as we as we you know, and I'm I'm in that same boat. I'm I'm at the very early stages, and uh, this has not been monetized at all. But uh, mm-hmm. it's just it's just a great opportunity to see. It's kind of a proof of concept to see if there are people out there that that want to listen to interviews like this, and they and yeah. they're engaged in it, and um, I mean, I certainly know that there that people are interested because uh, we do get feedback, and you know, not yeah. only just through our direct feedback, but also, like you said, through the networks of those that we that we interview. And I'm very grateful for that as well. But so, one of the things that is unique about our podcast is we do want to engage our listening audience mm-hmm. uh, to offer feedback to one or two pain points that are that each guest lists during their their interview. So tell me one or two um, of your greatest obstacles that you faced since you started Angle Free IT that, that our listeners may be able to speak into. 
Okay. I would say one of my greatest obstacles is the automation of administrative I will just call it crap. Yep. I that is not my strength. I just want to help people. It's awesome if I get paid for it. Um but when I do things like, you know, set up my guest interviews, like I literally automate things for a day job. Like that is what I go to. Mm-hmm. Um so I've been working on that process. So you know, trying to figure out how do I handle administrative, you know, administrative, you know, clerical type things for, for booking guests. Mm-hmm. That's hard. And I have Acuity and I have Zapier and I have Zoom and I've got them all linked together. But it just feels like if you've ever seen a house that's had like seven or eight remodels and it just doesn't look right, <laughs> it just doesn't feel right. Right. It's a little bit disjointed. Hey, so I feel you, brother. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a pain point. And the other thing that I struggle with, and it might just all be in my head. My, my second one is I really struggle with, should I be using Hootsuite, which is what I'm currently using Mm -hmm. or buffer or, you know, whatever, fill in the tool name, right? Or should I be organically going into those clients and posting each one? Because a core tenant that I talk about a lot on my podcast is I can make more money. I continuously make more money. I cannot make more time, right? And so those tools give me a lot more time, but I'm wondering, and I don't know how to pull the numbers and see if my engagement is lower when I use them, but I, I feel like, and this is just a gut feeling and I have zero scientific backup for it, but I feel like I have less engagement now than when I was doing it the hard way, right? Like Mm. taking... For every episode, I make a I make a little graphic through Adobe Spark, mm-hmm. right? And I put the quote of the person that I really like from my podcast and their name in the episode, and then I upload it to Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And I feel like when I did it natively, I got better feedback. So I would love to hear what other people think. You know, if yeah. it's those are those are know. two two great. Um, the first one. It's amazing how often that comes up. Yeah. In in the as far as the obstacles are concerned, that in interviews that we've had and interviews I've heard on other shows. I mean, the second one is that's a unique one. That's a that's one we have not had yet, and I'll be really interested to see what the, what our our listeners, um, because we do have people that are very adept at social media that we've interviewed, and also I know mm-hmm. they're listening. So that will be great to to uh, hear what they have to say. So. Yeah, it's I I found I find that in the entrepreneurial circles, especially like some of the, you know the Facebook and LinkedIn groups that I'm in, yep. it's man Hootsuite and Buffer they're they're kind of like cilantro. You either love them or you hate them. Yeah, like the, it doesn't seem like there's an in between, and it might just it might might be Coke versus Pepsi. You know, you just choose one and you stick with it. Yeah, you just you have dying affection. I don't know. I think I think that that uh, you're your point in life and point in time in your business determines if, if those services are actually working for you or against you as well. So mm-hmm. I, it might de- depend on where you are in kind of like the life cycle of your business. But hmm, that's an so interesting as, point. As we get to the kind of the last phase of our interview, we like to drill a little bit down here and, and just kind of try to really kind of peel back the layers and, and get inside your head and, 
and uh, just ask some some real questions to get to know you just a little better in our, in the process of our interview. But so tell me, other than the uh, the uh, guy that does the video games online, what what was mm-hmm. his name again? Professor Broman. Professor Broman. Other than Professor Broman, who's someone online that that really inspires you? Um, you know, somebody who really inspires me that I don't know if a lot of people have heard of them, but it's, it's actually, it's a former customer's wife and her name is Carrie Mirabal, um, Hmm. M-I-R-A-B-A-L. And she's, I have followed her for years and years online and she helps women, um, I don't men to, but she's all about networking and leveraging your network and, you know, getting business results out of it. So if you're, if you're a tech person, if you're a salesperson, if you're whatever, and, um, she's, she's just really inspirational and she has a lot of really cool things to share. Does she like walk around in a t-shirt that says your net worth or your network is your net worth? I don't think so. I've heard, heard that, uh, on, dozens of podcasts i mean people use that it's totally true it's totally true and um you know especially you know just sort of dovetailing a little bit i'll I'll come back i promise because i know we're on time constraint but in tech a lot of people really undervalue their linkedin connections Mm, and like i bet i don't talk to recruiters anymore i don't i don't i like I've never, I haven't had to do that for five years because I am passively recruited through my LinkedIn network. And like the job offers now come to me because I've developed the skills to figure out how to do that. So, and that's all network, 100%. Well, I, we will have the show notes with your links in there, but if there is anything else that you would like to add that you think would be a useful service to our listeners, please make sure that you, you send that to me as well. And I'll, I'll make sure that's included in the show notes. Um, sure. what's a, what's a, like a one line life quote that you'd like to, that, that you, that really guides you that, you know, you may have taped up on your wall or something every, that you kind of refer back to often. I, I repeat it almost every podcast. I can make more money, but I can't make more time. So I'm really cautious about not wasting my time. You know, I, I love video games. I used to play a lot, a lot of video games. I'm good at them. And it's, it's my my recreation. Mm-hmm. But it dawned on me, like, you know, how much is Call of Duty worth to me? I mean, is it is it really worth 10 hours a week? No, it's not. I mean, maybe 20 minutes or something. But um, when I look at my time as a precious commodity, I I value it a lot yeah. more. So. Yeah, that's that's good. That is really good. And I I think, you know, as as we're we're married, kids, all the pressures of life, I think that uh it causes you to reevaluate just continually oh, yeah. in that in oh, that yeah. in that phase. So if you could go back a couple of years, uh kind of pre angle free IT days, what's one piece of advice that you would give yourself now that you think would also be germane to our listening audience that that would have really helped you if you would have known that a couple of years ago. I see the IT gears turning. Yeah. It's weird because I would say for 70% of all jobs, it's it's 100% true. It's not what you know, it's who you know. Mm. But I would say in technology, 
I'm an outgoing guy. I don't, I don't have problems making friends or connecting with people, but I didn't nurture those connections and I didn't seek them out because it's easier to be, you know, introverted and hermity and, you know, do whatever. Right. Like I, especially in it, I would think. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, we are, we are class A introvert, weird people. You put me on the record saying that we're, we're a bunch, (laughs) we're a bunch of weirdos at times, but, um, in it, it's, what you it's who you know that knows what you know Mm. right good so so one thing that i encourage my listeners to do in the tech field is to go to meetups and meet people because 70 percent of all technology jobs never make it to a posting they never make it to a recruiter it's like hey i've got my friend preston he knows a lot about devops that guy is sharp he works for vmware we should hire him like that, and that's that's the thing that, that that happens to me all the time because I know all these people and I go to meetups and I you know I nurture my relationships. I would also think, uh, and this is this is not. I mean, I've I found this to be true outside of the IT space. I'm not I'm not in the IT T world, but I I found it to be true that generally the jobs that end up posted on sites like that are jobs that are difficult to fill. And not oh, difficult yeah. to fill because they're necessarily the skill set required, but difficult to fill because they're just probably lousy jobs that, that that have a high turnover, you know, that type of yep. thing. And that's not always true, but but uh, the jobs that are that are really great jobs, they're easy to fill unless the unless the requirements are just astronomical. But yep. that that's a good word. What what you just said there about uh, I love it in IT. It's it's who you know that knows what you know. Yep, that will certainly be in the in the quotes on the feedback form. So okay, All is right. there? Anything else that I haven't asked you about that you you want to just kind of close us out with? And then I, right after that, I'm going to ask you how people can get in touch with you. You know, the one thing that I would encourage people to think about who are 50 or less. And I know uh, most of most of us that are going to listen to this podcast, we're entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. We're going to figure it out. And we're going to make it. But if for some reason people are listening who are just sort of, you know, just interested in listening and they, they think they'll always maintain that job, if you are even remotely connected to technology, you need to start learning programming because wow. within a matter, I, I will say at least by 20, within 20 years, maybe even closer within 10 years, 75, 80, 90% of the jobs that are going to be out there are going to be as software, mm-hmm. right? I used to I used to install these ludicrously complex little network switches and stuff. Now people just buy these things, they they plug in the cables and it just, just it's works. configured, yeah. right? And it's configured by software by smart guys like me who are just programmers. Yeah. At at the heart of it like I have gone from being a hardware guy to a software guy. So if you're in technology, you, d- pick a language, learn it. Get pretty okay goodish at it move to the next language learn it get pretty okay goodish at it move to the next one because that's how you stay relevant that's a good word that's a great word to end on and and uh Preston, tell us tell us how we can find you online you can find me at um, HTTPS, anglefreeit.com. In case you can't spell, I also bought angelfreeit because people have a hard time with angle. So that is A-N-G-L-E-F-R-E-E-I-T.com. And then I'm on Instagram, Twitter, 
LinkedIn, YouTube, like print all, all the, the social I'm, networks. There I'm on go. all the things as at angle free it or just angle free it. Okay. I think Nike probably has N I C K E too as their, as their domain. Yeah, probably. Name, so. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Preston, thank you. Thank you so much for being with us tonight and listening audience. Now's your chance to uh, speak into these pain points that were mentioned and they will be on our feedback form on our website and like we love to close out every episode of Rising Tide Startups, this is your opportunity to speak in and and help us to meet the uh, meet the really the idea behind our podcast, where all boats rise in a rising tide. Preston, thanks again for joining us. Thank you for having me.